0: My best friend is always like, what in the world are you laughing at in the beginning? But we are officially back up in this thing after a little bit of a break. And I just want to welcome y'all back to Beats by Drag, a podcast from Odella where we talk about drag, the hottest indie music, and pretty much anything else that's on my mind each and every week. I'm Jaren, drag super fan and avid indie music listener, and I am... Super juice. to be back with y'all this week to talk about all of the coolest moments that happened in the Drag Race Queendom, and also to jam out with y'all to only the hottest and dopest indie music. So a lot, a lot has happened over this past break that I was on, and I actually, in fact, indeed, did catch COVID. Mr. Mariana, she got me. She got me, y'all. But thankfully... The case was very, very mild. Honestly, it felt like a kind of like a long cold. So I am so grateful for that because it could have been me. But I am all healed up now and I am absolutely ready to get into all the shenanigans and tomfoolery with you all this week. A new season of Drag Race has started and y'all already know that this is my Super Bowl season. (laughs) But also over the break, it was in fact. Indeed, my birthday. My birthday was on December 28th, and not gonna lie, it was a little corny this year. It was a little corny because I had COVID, but some local friends actually made my birthday extra, extra special by dropping off a birthday cake and balloons to the crib, and it's quickly speeding off (laughs) because I had COVID, but... (laughs) That was super, super sweet, and I just want to give a special Beast by Drag shout-out to King George, Brian, and Jason for making my birthday extra, extra special. I turned 34, but a lot of people have been telling me that I kind of look like I'm 24, so maybe 30s is the new 20s. No, no. Okay, well, also over the break, and this is just a little bit of a recap about everything that happened, but also over the break, we celebrated the holidays, and I gotta tell y'all, the holidays are actually, in fact, indeed, my favorite time of the year. Growing up, the holiday season was extra exciting to me because there was Christmas, of course, and Kwanzaa for those who celebrate it, but my birthday was always three days after Christmas on the 28th, and for this episode, I was kind of just reminiscing about all of the past Christmases, the, the what's the plural of Christmas? I was I was reminiscing about Christmas, <laughs> and I just wanted to share a few favorite holiday memories with you all. And I know y'all are probably like, Jaren this is January. Why in the world are we talking about the holidays? But you know what? I need y'all to just go ahead. Go ahead and get into the holiday spirit with me. I need you to just light a holiday candle. Maybe put on Whitney Houston's holiday album on the boombox. Because we are about to take a trip down memory lane. A special trip down candy cane lane. So I was just trying to remember my favorite Christmas presents that I ever received as a kid. And instantly... Instantly, I thought of the telescope that I received one Christmas, and fun fact about me is that I have always been fascinated by space and the stars, and I'm also a Trekkie a Star Trek fan. So if there are any Trekkies out there, definitely let me know, shoot me a DM. But my parents gifted me this telescope one year and I probably couldn't see past the clouds, but it honestly just made me fall even more in love with space. And at the time I was watching Star Trek and, you know, I kind of low key, Ashley Highkey had a crush on Lieutenant Tripp on Star Trek Enterprise. I know I know, y'all are probably like, what in the world is Jiren talking about right now? But Tripp was hella cute to me at the time. And <laughs> another year, another special Christmas. I received this glow-up yo-yo, which I know everyone that's kind of around my age group remembers these yo-yos, but at the time, glow-up yo-yos were the shit. Like, literally every kid had them on the block, and I felt like I was the shit with this yo-yo. I couldn't do nobody's tricks, but you know what? I wore that yo-yo out that entire holiday season, (laughs) but one of my favorite? Holiday stories that my dad would always tell over and over <laughs> was how one holiday season when I was a kid, we were over at my Aunt Frances's house. Shout out to Aunt Frances. But we were over at her house, and I was so excited to see the presents under the Christmas tree that I just yelled out, Is these wees?" And instantly, like, in that moment, a calm just like swept over the entire room Everyone was just staring at me. And someone lovingly corrected me and said, No, these aren't ours. <laughs> but y'all, uh, another fun fact about me is that I had a speech impediment as a kid growing up, you know, due to some hearing issues. So things were a little touch and go for a while. But even though that experience is a little traumatic for me, <laughs> I think it really just captures how how much I loved the holiday season then, and how much I love it now. And lastly, my most favorite gift that I ever received, and I'm actually really excited to share the story with y'all because it, it kind of just makes me emotional just thinking about it, but um, my, my most favorite gift that I ever received from my parents was my first pair of designer heels. Nima Marcus, which my mom, you know, actually taught me how to walk in. <laughs> when I tell y'all, that's the very last thing my mom would ever get me for Christmas. <laughs> but since I didn't get to release holiday theme episode last month because of COVID... I thought with this week's episode, I would hit y'all with a few holiday bops. But honestly, y'all, these are all songs and jams that you can just bop out to all mother Tucking, (laughs) yeah, First up, we have a tune from beatmaker Sagoon, who makes some of my favorite lo-fi beats. Y'all know I love some beats, and Sagoon is always on my favorite Spotify lo-fi beats playlist. Sagoon hails from Nepal, and he released a holiday EP last month through his record label that he co-founded, Arden Records. The EP Winter Solstice features his music and also dope beats from other amazing artists like Slow Key and Clayhouse, and the track that I'm about to spend for you all of Sagoon's is Voyage. This track has those kind of laid-back jazzy vibes that you need when you're trying to focus on a project you know a project may be like a podcast but we're about to get into voyage but of course you can always jam to this song on the odella 2022 playlist happy new year just search odella on spotify and that's spelled o-d-i-l-l-a let's vibe and when we come back we'll get into this week's drag race rundown Drag Race. Uh, 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 nah, 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 nah. Okay, that was hella off key. You know, and I was, try- I, you know, what, what I was trying to do was show y'all that I'm a versatile singer. And I could do a little bit of rock, but I feel like that showed that I am not as versatile as I thought I was. But <laughs> we are back, back, back. And we're about to get into this week's Drag Race now, where every week, I count down my five favorite moments from the past week in the Drag Race Queendom. As a heads up, this segment has all of the mother tucking spoilers. So it's a good idea to go ahead and watch last week's episode if you haven't yet and come right on back. So a new season of Drag Race premiered last week. And y'all already know that last Friday honestly felt like Super Bowl to me. But I got all of the tea for you all from the premiere week and the top two spots of the Drag Race rundown. But in this week's number five spot... This is the epic holiday drag brunch that I went to when I dipped to Houston last month. So my best friend lives in Houston. My best friend Larry and Loki. This trip to Houston was probably how I got COVID. But that aside. <laughs> I'm actually going to dedicate a future episode to everything that I did on this Houston trip because honestly, so much went down on this trip. I got to meet some amazing superstar drag race queens. And I also got to see some amazing local queens down in Houston. And of course, my girl, La La Re was in the house. (laughs) This all happened. This drag brunch all happened at Rebar. Shout out to Rebar. Rebar is a super dope club. In Houston, Texas, but is La La re following me or am I following her? Because I've seen her three times in three different cities at this point. Okay, that's a little bit of a flex, but... <laughs> Lala La killed it once again. And remember, I was telling y'all that she told me when I saw her in South Carolina that it was gonna be the same shit, the same numbers in Houston, Texas. And honestly, it was the same shit, the same numbers in Houston, Texas, but I absolutely love the performance because Lala Ree is just that type of performer that just captures the essence of a song and absolutely captivates you when she performs. And she was incredible, incredible, and the local queens were incredible. They were giving, absolutely giving what needed to be gave. And I want to give a quick shout-out to the hostess with the most this Blackberry, who is absolutely killing it down there in Houston, Texas. She's so funny and so charismatic, and I honestly hope to see her on Drag Race one day. But she hosted the brunch and did a sickening Doja Cat mix in this Santa... Sexy time, Nezha outfit, (laughs) if you can picture that. But check out videos from her performance and videos of the other amazing Houston queens that grace the stage on the Odella Instagram account. But definitely more to come from my trip to Houston so y'all already know. Keep it locked right here to Beats by Drag. My number four top moment from the Drag Race Queendom is the announcement of the new Drag Race franchise, UK versus The World. So as y'all may or may not know, Drag Race UK has produced some amazing queens, actually some of my favorites, from its first two seasons. I'm talking the Vivian, Tace, Bimini, Aura, Kitty Scott Claus, and also Victoria Scone. Well, the great minds over at World of Wonder have decided to bless us with a drag competition which will pit these UK queens against some of our favorite queens from all of the other international franchises. This series promises a cast of nine formidable queens who will battle out for the crown. The official series logline says, and I quote: "With the UK as the host nation, renowned queens from different franchises and cultures will compete in an international arena, showcasing their country's finest drag and their bid to become the ultimate drag race superstar." Well, I am fully locked in and ready to see what this franchise brings us, because I feel like this cast is going to be absolutely sickening but the judges panel will have some familiar faces rupaul of course and also michelle visage graham norton and alan carr and i ain't gonna spoil it for y'all but you can actually find the rumor cast over on uk publication gay times's website so if you do check out their article definitely shoot me a dm and let's chat our faves <laughs> but rupaul's drag race uk versus the world will premiere in the near future only on wow presents plus so sliding right on into the number three spot in this spot we have another exciting piece of news that happened in the drag race queendom over my oh mariana covid break <laughs> y'all we have a new reigning queen over at canada's drag race and spoiler alert it is isis couture so I was watching the finale, you know, doped up on all of the Mucinex, DM, and Tylenol extra strength, but <laughs> I do have some notes of my fave moments from the finale, so you know what, let's go ahead and get into all of the tea from the Drag Race Canada finale. To kick things off, the dolls did a photo shoot with an extra special guest, returning reigning queen Priyanka, and I absolutely love seeing Priyanka again, I love her charming personality, and honestly y'all, she'd just be having me rolling, <laughs> But the doll's pictures turned out absolutely stunning, beautiful gowns and things of that nature. But my favorite part came when Priyanka asked Isis, are you a fashion queen? To which Isis replied, girl, I made everything I brought. Priyanka said, what? Guess what? I didn't make anything I brought. To which Isis quickly replied, we could tell. (laughs) Priyanka laughed at first, then she caught that shade, looked somberly to the side and just said, Damn. <laughs> For some reason, that just cracked me the fuck up. And I just rewound that part, you know, probably about five times. But maybe it was just the way that Priyanka said it. But honestly, that is my new thing. You know, just taking a beat, looking to the side while softly saying, damn. Left on red by your crush? Damn. Can't get a call back? Damn. Jaren, you still living at home with your mama? Yeah, damn. <laughs> but <the> <laughs> damn! <laughs> but the dolls kept the laughs going in the workroom when they had a lively discussion on trade. And Kendall Jenner was like, "Who do we think the trade of the season was?" Eh? Honestly, for me, the trait of the season was Adriana with his cute little self. That Colombian accent had me weak as fuck. And he also kind of seemed super genuine and super sweet. But for the Massey Challenge this week, the Dolls wrote, pre-recorded, and performed a brand new remix to Brooklyn Heights song, Queen of the North. The performance was sickening, and Kendall killed all of the counts and definitely had the strongest verse, but Isis came through, stormed through, and slayed in this cotton candy colored kitty cat wig, you know, that I definitely want add it to my closet, but Isis had one of the most memorable lines from the song when she said, Walking down the runway, you know what to do, get out the way, Couture is coming through.
1: <laughs> okay, snaps, snaps. <laughs>
0: That line was actually co-written by Brooke, who helped her out with that line in the studio session, but the runway category this week was Coronation Eleganza, and as one might expect, Isis Couture had the strongest finale look with this gothy alien take on a wedding dress. I absolutely lived, but Isis won, and in the final moments of the episode, Brooke said to her, Isis Couture, you came out of your shell and straight into all of our hearts your time is now. And honestly, I feel like that's a word for each and every one of you all listening right now. Your time is now, 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 and time is up on the (laughs) mess. Time's up, time's up. But let's go ahead and get back to the music that I featuring on this episode of Beast by Drag. And this next tune is actually from former reigning drag race queen Priyanka. I sent a DM to Priyanka asking her if it would be cool if I played her holiday single Slay My Name for the lovely listeners of Beast by Drag and she said yes. Slay My Name is definitely giving Christmas time feels but the beat is so sick that honestly I feel like you can get away with jamming this song all year long let's jam to this bop and when we come back we'll get into my top two spots for this week's Drag Race right now ho ho ho
1: look at me go ho ho
0: He's a man up in the north. I write him letters back and forth. He brings me everything I need each year. Knows when I'm good, knows when I'm bad. He makes me happy when I'm sad. He gives me
1: all that big old holiday cheer. Wrap me up and send me to the north pole. Cause we're gonna get busy, no time for care. You're making me wet. Moon, you're making me sweat. Ah, you're so
0: you're listening to beast by drag i'm jaren and that was a holiday-tastic bop <laughs> that was slay my name by priyanka you can listen to that song on the odella 2022 playlist just search odella odi on spotify so we're writing down my top five moments from the last week in the drag race queen diamond in the number two spot this week it's cornbread the snack Tay absolutely killing the premiere episode of season 14 so Cornbread stormed right on into the workroom, and she said, Is you hungry? Because, bitch, I'm baked. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> From that point on, Cornbread literally read each and every doll in the cast of filth. And I'm not even lying to y'all. <laughs> but I loved her interest look. It was this leather belted coat dress moment inspired by the 2020 fall collection from Moschino, but this look was created by Lloris and Lorraine Calzada. It was absolutely stunning and correct, but Cornbread is actually a Carolina gal like me. She's originally from South Carolina, and she moved to Los Angeles maybe about eight years ago, but a few of her reads that I loved, <laughs> and she was reading the dolls, but Alyssa Hunter said to Cornbread, I'm going to do it all queen. And Cornbread quickly said, Now let me tell you, when people be like they like to do everything, they cut to them not doing everything, child. <laughs> and Cornbread is absolutely correct. And when Willow Pill came in with her platform sandals, a choice, Cornbread said, I think she left her shoes at the hotel. They said California. She thought they met the beach. <laughs> I was rolling. And when Willow came over to the work table, she said, Cornbread said to Willow, I like those shoes, comfy couture. (laughs) Y'all know I love a good, nice, nasty read, one where you're like, oh, thanks, Diva. But then you're like, no, wait, hold on, bitch. Not too much. (laughs) I think it's safe to say that Cornbread will be definitely winning this season's reading challenge, but for the very first Maxi challenge of the season... The Dolls put on a show called The CNTs, the Charisma, Nerve, and Talent Show, where the only thing missing is you. (laughs) How many people out there didn't catch that? (laughs) But the fact that they started this season off with a talent show was incredible. And I was absolutely living for this choice. Not only did we get to like learn more about the queens from the split nature of the premiere, we also got to see a talent from the dolls and Cornbread absolutely killed her talent with a lip sync to her original song, Butter. And in a post on her Instagram, Cornbread said that she called two of her best friends, Brandon Louise, Armstrong, and Jordan Michael, and said to them that we got 24 hours to make some magic. And it is incredible that they created this song in 24 hours. It is an absolute bop. I wish I had the rights to play it. (laughs) But the beat is sick. The lyrics are hella catchy. And Cornbread's flow is tight, super tight. I'm just impressed that Cornbread had us fully captivated with a lip sync to an original song and not even doing like intense eight counts, intense boom cats. Like this girl had us fully engaged. And I think that really just speaks to her personality and the superstar that she is. I mean, even our girl Ariana Grande followed Cornbread and hopped on her Instagram and said to her, yeah, you're you're spectacular. (laughs) She's correct. And during the runway critiques, though, I'm a moment of silence, but Michelle was like, I I couldn't understand what you were saying. You know, I was getting like every fifth or sixth word and... I don't know what my girl Michelle was talking about. Y'all let me know. Y'all let me know if y'all agree or not, but I fully understood the lyrics. I'm just glad Lizzo was there to defend Cornbread and also hype her up during the performance because Lizzo was getting her entire life (laughs) and I was too at home. I've literally watched this performance maybe about 10 times, but (laughs) I just need someone to upload this audio to SoundCloud so I can just get my life to it at the gym. But Cornbread hopped on Instagram Live late Saturday night. And let's go ahead and drop that tea alert sound effect because I got all the tea for you all from this Instagram Live right now. (laughs) So regarding Michelle's comments about not understanding Cornbread's lyrics, Cornbread actually had a few words. Let's go ahead and drop that clip.
2: And um, if you did not understand what I was saying during my song, I'm not putting out any lyrics, bitch. Uh, because I think I sounded pretty clear. <laughs> Shout out to Ripoll and Liz over cutting that up real quick. Because, girl, she sounded just like she sounded, and she sounded like she knew what she was saying.
0: I know that's right. Period. <laughs> Don't be coming for my girl Cornbread. And that's on Black Lives Matter. <laughs> but in a fun moment, future icon. And fellow season 14 doll Carrie Colby also joined the live. And this was absolutely epic. Carrie joined the live fresh in from hosting her premiere party at the Abbey. It was an absolute kiki, this live. And I honestly just loved seeing Cornbread and Carrie interacting together. And it honestly just made me excited just to see how much they're going to cut up this entire season of Drag Race. And I say this entire season because we already know that they are surely top four now. Come on now. (laughs) But Carrie was a little tipsy after hosting her party, her premiere party. She was full and she was all full of laughs and spilling all the tea. And that actually brings us right on into our number one spot this week. And the number one spot this week is an appreciation post for my girl, Carrie Colby, being just that girl in our new viral obsession, as she said in the premiere. (laughs) So we're going to get back to this epic Instagram live, but just to squirt and rewind it on back, Carrie also stormed into the workroom on the premiere episode and she said, baby already know every kiss begins with a K. Carrie looked absolutely gorgeous in a gown by Fantasia and heels by Louboutin. The gown boldly wrapped the trans flat colors and I am absolutely living for the trans representation on this season of Drag Race. Carrie won this week's mini challenge, so out the gate, she's already starting off strong and she rocked out her talent with a jump-tastic, jump-rope routine that had me like, hold on now, hold on, drag racer proof this Nicki Minaj song? What? (laughs) They got coined this season. (laughs) But back to this Instagram Live, Carrie talked about how at her premiere party, she told the audience how she landed on her talent. Carrie had this to say.
1: Girl, tell me why,
0: when we were doing the commercial for the, because um, our our show had commercials. I'm sure yours didn't. But our show had commercials. Tell me why, um, when I did the little MC, I was like, so for my talent, the only thing I can do is suck dick. I was like, but that's not approved for TV. So um, whatever, I was like, whatever y'all see, I apologize for. Everyone started murmuring like, yeah, that's what she's known for. ah. ah
2: i mean i was
1: gagged
0: oh (laughs) ciao i don't know nothing about miss carrie's fellatio skills but what i do know is that carrie is super super sweet the bestie actually gifted me a cameo from carrie for my birthday and it was so nice honestly y'all I got a little emotional just watching it because y'all already know how much I love Drag Race and the dolls. So let's go ahead and listen to what Carrie said to me during the cameo. (laughs) Hi, Jaren. I'm here to wish you a happy birthday on behalf of your friend, Lorrae. You are turning 36 right after
1: Christmas, so I'm hoping you get double the presents this year. I'm also wanting to let people know to tune into your podcast, Beats by Drag with Jaren, showcasing indie music artists and drag queens. Happy holidays and enjoy your birthday. Mwah. Aww.
0: Y'all, I still smile whenever I watch that video. I just love how Carrie says my name. Hi, Jaren. <laughs> Thank you so much, Larry, for gifting me that cameo. That was such a dope birthday gift. And for all the lovely listeners out there that don't miss no tea, Larry accidentally gave Carrie the wrong age. I actually turned 34 and baby, I am perfectly fine with 34. I ain't trying to get no closer to 40. Larry Shady trying to age me and make me the great auntie of the group. I see you girl, but (laughs) (laughs) Carrie commented on the video I posted on Insta and she said, OMG, I can't believe I was told the wrong year. Well, officially happy 34. Oh. Thank you, Carrie, for making my birthday extra special and definitely feel free to stop by the pod whenever you want to. But y'all, this next tune that I'm going to spend for you all is one that I would probably play on, you know, if I was trying to put the moves on Miss Carrie. (laughs) Let me stop. Stay a West. (laughs) Stay a while. But Marinate is a soul tree slow jam that Marinate released for the holidays. But honestly, y'all, you can listen to this song anytime that you want to. Maybe when you're just trying to put some moves on your boo thing. But <laughs> marinade's vocal tone is so silky smooth and she just glides over the acoustic track. It's a real vibe, y'all. So let's just go ahead and groove for a moment with marinade. And when we come back, we'll get into this week's Artist Spotlight. back here with me jaren and that track is such a groove check out stay a while by Marinade and all of the other music played on the podcast this week on the Odilla 2022 playlist on spotify and that's spelled o-d-i-l-l-a so let's get into this week's artist spotlight and the spotlight this week is shining on singer and self-taught guitarist tim atlas tim was born in oakland shout out to the bay area but he has since moved to Brooklyn, and he is absolutely killing the music game out there. I just love how Tim's sound just mixes in elements from a wide range of genres, from down-tempo R&B to funk to neo-soul to indie pop. And Tim was actually one of the first artists that I featured on Adilla. And what just drew me into his music was his soulful guitar lines and his tender vocals that just seem to just sit into the pockets of all of his songs and tim actually released his holiday single christmas coffee last december and it's a tune that i'll have on my holiday playlist each and every year i promise (laughs) y'all let's just go ahead and act like it's the holidays
1: again
0: and jam to christmas coffee
1: Coffee, wishing on the stars
0: I love that song. Such a groove. You know, kind of just makes me want to, you know, just put on a holiday sweater, maybe sip on some eggnog. I don't even like eggnog. What am I talking about? <laughs> that was Christmas Coffee by Tim Atlas. So Tim released a new single last Friday titled Honeycomb. And it's the kind of tune that you just press the repeat button on and just vibe out to it for a while. Honeycomb is a slick tune about a passionate love affair with this sexy bass line just moves you and it also most definitely highlights tim's ability just to craft a memorable hook i absolutely love the chorus on this one in a quote on the single pull from network music group's website tim said and i quote honeycomb was written during a los angeles summer and it's about temptation it's about lust sure it's being released in january but music is escapism to me and i'm more than happy to embrace the thought of a warm day in the middle of winter well, I am also more than happy to escape away with Tim Atlas. Let's go ahead and vibe Tiny Honeycomb. you got the honeycomb sweet i want it all over me
1: okay okay
0: (laughs) i feel like the pod turned into a quiet storm sexy time hour but i am into it i am fully here for it (laughs) that was honeycomb by tim atlas and it's actually the first single from an upcoming release coming to us this year so we're all digging the songs and the vibes today. Y'all already know what to do. Shoot me a DM over on the Odella Instagram account at Odilla and let me know. Also, feel free to send me any indie music recommendations that y'all have. I want to know what y'all are vibing to, listening to out there, and I'll also feature it on a future episode of the podcast. So this week on Drag Race, we are meeting the next group of seven queens who will be rounding out the season's cast. And I'm absolutely excited about Bay Area Fave Lady Camden. And I'm also excited about Nashville batty Georges, but I want to know who y'all are rooting for out there. So while you're shooting me those indie music recommendations, also just let me know who you're rooting for. (laughs) Actually, hold up. It better be Cornbread and Carrie. I ain't playing with (laughs) y'all. I just want to thank you all for joining me on another episode of Beats by Drag. My name's Jaren, and if you're feeling sickening, go ahead and leave me a review on your favorite podcast app, and be sure to follow the pod. Also, while you're at it, tell a friend, tell a loved one, tell who else I want y'all to tell, tell um, because tell a neighbor, tell that librarian that's about to open the library on your ass and read out. That- <laughs> Tell them all to stream the podcast.
2: <laughs>
0: Many thanks to Sagoon, Priyanka, Marinate, and Tim Atlas who all graciously provided their music for the podcast episode today. Beats by Drag is an Odilla podcast. So you can follow Odilla on Instagram for all of the hottest indie music at Odella is music. And you can also follow Odilla on Spotify to listen to all of the rock and playlists that I put together over there. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, y'all already know what to do. Keep the beat fresh. Beats by Drag is an Odella podcast. The theme song, You, is by Adrian Cabrera.